guys, it's Joe Garcia, Playboy's Gamer Next Door, and you're hearing it here on Versus Node Podcast on GamerNode.com. Welcome to the November 2010 edition of the Versus Node Replay. I am your usual host, Associate Editor Jason Finelli, and with me are some of the usual suspects and one person you may not recognize because he hasn't been here in a while. First off, Editor-in-Chief, the leader of all of us, Mr. <laughs> Eddie Soto. How are you doing, Ed? I'm doing great. I feel amazing, and I'm ready to talk about some games. How about that soup? How's that soup treat? Oh, that's that's part of the reason I feel so amazing. <laughs> this is Eddie's famous vegetable soup. What makes you know, it famous? People know about it. It's kind of a big deal. That's funny. It's the first I've heard of it. <laughs> I don't know about it either, actually. <laughs> you know, different circles. Different circles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that voice you're hearing is a voice who is not... I don't think he's been with us in a couple of months. I could be wrong. I've missed a couple myself, but that... Is uh, staff writer Tyler Cameron. Tyler, how are things with you? I am also decent. I'm ready to talk about some games, and I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Good to have you back, my friend. Um, Thank you. Trying to trying to make it so spacious between uh, podcast contributions because you you're one of those good talkers. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> that is nice. And Thank fi- you. finally, I hope I can get some fanfare for for behind me here, a drum roll or something. Oh, there we go. Presenting the newly minted, fresh out of the package features editor of GamerNode.com, Mr. Dan Crabtree. Dan. I don't think I've ever been introduced <laughs> that much pomp before. <laughs> or or will ever again, really. That's you feeling the pressure yet, Dan? <laughs> oh yeah, so much. Reaching the well. stars. Doing well. So how do you how do you how do you like your upgrade from Resident Dude? Oh, it's nice, especially the uh, the company car that I got. It was great. <laughs> the way. Wait a minute, I don't remember any company car. <laughs> yeah. Was it a bright orange Dodge Neon <laughs> with a note on the side? No, it was a uh, 1969 El Camino. Oh, oh, oh! Wow, I'm good. Where's my car? <laughs> What's up? You got. I, I got. A, I got a smart car. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta plug it in every night like your cell phone. Yeah, bad enough. Shit. That's okay because Jason got Gran Turismo Five. Oh yeah. So don't so don't feel so bad, Tyler. You actually got a real car. Yes, <laughs> I I get to look at pretty cars on my television while you drive a real car. So, okay, let's run through the month. Uh, November November second. Uh, son of a bitch, I had it ready. And now I don't remember November 2nd. Oh, uh, Fist of the North Star is really all I can think of for November 2nd. Um, that was a slow day because the next week was uh, November 9th. And that, as we all know, is Call of Duty week. Call of Duty Black Ops, um, once again, taking over any sales record that ever existed in any medium ever. Um, but was it good? We'll get into that. Um, week after that was Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit. Two quality games. I'm playing Assassin's Creed, have not played Need for Speed. I hope one of you guys did so you can tell me what it's like. Um, week after that, the 23rd, I believe, Splatterhouse. 
Spider-House was that day. That was the only big one there. But the Sunday before that was Donkey Kong Country Returns, which needs to be talked about. That Thursday was Thanksgiving, and I think we're just coming out of our trip to fan comas. Eddie especially. I know he ate his turkey a little bit later. Yep. Um, but thankfully, he's energized with some soup. And this week, I think the only thing to of note, besides Epic Mickey, of course, Epic Mickey's going to be great, is Golden Sun Dark Dawn on the DS. So we went from anime to Mickey in the span of an entire month with some other stuff in between. Um, let's start with Tyler. He hasn't been here in a while. I'm sure he's itching to go. What have right you played? On. Well, you forgot one very important thing. Connect uh, came out, right? I I uh, bought Connect, and me and my wife have played Dance Central twice. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much in the first day or two that it came out, and I have not played it since. Um, but uh, yeah, um, that shit works, and it works good. Um, Dan Central is like, I mean, it's hard to talk about it because like, uh, it's the type of thing that's not really made for people like you and me. You know what I mean? Like I'm a hardcore gamer. You guys are I like playing Halo and Call of Duty. I'm not going to sit at home by myself playing Dan Central or Connect Adventures or whatever. But I mean, as like a thing to do with my wife, who's not like the most hardcore gamer, you know, that's fun. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, I played uh, Just Dance when it when it came out. That was fun. Yeah. I could imagine that being fun in like a party scenario yeah, with a bunch exactly. of friends. That would be really awesome. Yeah, I'll I, tell you. Uh, I just tell you that Dance Central was a lot of fun in the middle of Old Navy because they had it <laughs> set up in my local Old Navy, and that was the shit. You know, my favorite thing about that game, my favorite part is uh, when you're doing a song, and uh, in the middle of it, kind of goes into freestyle mode, and it takes a whole bunch of pictures of you. And you kind of just dance however you want, and then afterwards it it plays the big the pictures back, but in really fast yeah. motion. So it looks like it, it looks like you're dancing in motion, but it, even though it's just a bunch of pictures, but it happens really fast. So it's like all sped up, and nice. you can do some of the funniest shit during that. Like I had more fun just doing just doing that and looking at the the pictures afterwards and just playing the game. But there's awesome. like stop motion. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a stop motion type thing, and then it plays it back like really fast, so it just looks like ridiculous. So, um, has anyone else played Connect? Any no, game on Connect at all? Not besides Old Navy, no. No. So here's my question, uh, Tyler. Do you think, judging from your experience with Dance Central, that the Connect is a viable technology to be applied to future games of a more hardcore nature? Um. That's tough. I would have to say no, at least not not in this generation. I don't know what the the next iteration of that technology will be like, but I mean, it it works good for stuff like dancing and moving around and like throwing shit at other shit. You know what I mean? Like mini games yeah. and stuff like that. But I but if you're gonna put like you know like Call of Duty or Gears of War or Halo, you know, it's right. it, it 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 couldn't do it. You know, you need to either have, like, the feedback and contextualness of holding something in your hand, like a controller or, like, a gun. You can't just stand there right. waving your hands around and pointing at something that's not there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you um, need more more diverse input options, maybe. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't have the game, but I did hear that, like, it doesn't really recognize, uh, like, your fingertips or facial expressions so much. Okay. Um, I heard that if, like, you're playing Connectimals and you go to pet the cat um it won't recognize your fingertips so you can basically make a fist and act like you're petting the cat 
and it looks like you're punching it, but like the the connect will just recognize as like a hand out petting it, so it doesn't recognize the fingertips so much. So, I mean, there's little things like that where it doesn't really right. pick up on like little details. So I mean, it's cool now, definitely, and it works, but it's I just can't see it really uh, being used effectively in hardcore games. So, well, so have you all seen is... the uh, have you all seen the videos though of the uh, whatever he is the dude online who modded the connector, did some programming so that he could do like a lightsaber and he played Mario with it. Have you all seen that? A little bit. Yeah. I, I like. I'm not saying that that proves anything, but it is interesting. Yeah, I mean, what what I saw from the Mario one was. It looked like he was really working hard to make it work. You know, the way he was <laughs> oh, yeah. acting, the way he was moving his body was just—it was very forced. You know, you know, it's it's like as a huge Star Wars fan, that is like the dream. You know, to <laughs> yeah. have like yourself like with a lightsaber and like doing stuff like that. But like in all honesty, like I just can't see it working because there's you're not physically holding something there's no feedback if you were to connect with something with a sword it's just yeah. basically you waving a wand around that shows up in the tv like a lightsaber and i don't know that so, so that's the only, the only way to represent franchises like the halo the gears of war and the star wars that you're talking about is to go against the whole you are the controller you're not holding anything because you have to have some kind of response yeah exactly so- you can't just swing your arm around and hope that, like, you connect because if you don't feel it, then you don't know if you're actually being effective in your playing. Yeah, you know, it's like playing air drums or something like that. It just wouldn't work. Right. Right. Well, well, you never have that sort of feedback with the Wii or the PlayStation Move, though, either. No, you don't, and that's kind of why, like, these motion control things are just kind of like they work really good for some things, but not everything. And the things that doesn't work good with are the things that I'm interested in, like the hardcore mm-hmm. games. So that's why, like, motion controls will never, I don't know, at least not anytime soon, ever appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Have you tried well, to use it as, like, a, uh, use it to browse or whatever, like, choose movies and all that? Um, no, actually, uh, I didn't. And I remember I listened to a podcast about Connect after it came out, and I... And I thought I heard that they said that actually hadn't been implemented yet. You can't really oh, use that right? it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it is now, though. I haven't really uh, haven't really turned it on since I got it, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, even like even like that stuff, like you kind of have like to hold your hand above like the start button, and you have to like hold it there for a second before it like registers. You know, it just eh. I mean, it's, it's definitely cool. like gimmicky. Big time, but it's uh, it's so hard because like it kind of is gimmicky, but it, it feels like it could be not. It could be so much more in the future. It's just it's so new right now, and it's just like so different from what is already out there. It's kind of hard to tell what Microsoft or any of uh, the uh, first party developers are going to do with it. Um, it's kind of like- just like we ha- it's like it's like this awesome thing, and I'm mean, just like fuck, like what do we do with this? This is cool. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Make some mini games and some sports games. You know, the Wii did that shit, right? And you know, that worked. Now do that. You know, it it doesn't know what it wants to be yet. I feel like. Well, it seems like it seems to me that of the three motion uh, systems, the Move, the Wii, and the Kinect, it's definitely the most viable as far as the exercise world is concerned because it can actually show you the contours of your body and if you're stretching 
incorrectly yeah. and where you should stretch correctly. I think I, I think it's your shape that does that. Your shape will actually show you how you're supposed to stretch, and it'll show where your body is. In I kind of feel like that. though, if you're using like you know software like that to get your exercise, you probably don't want to see the contours of your body just yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's more it's more to get the 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 uh, proper um, angle of your stretch. Yeah. I guess you would say. So that way you're yeah. properly stretching all your muscles. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that stuff is all awesome, but I mean, again, it, it's just not for me. You know, I, I want to go to the gym if I want to work out. You know, I'm not going to use a video game to to help me work out. You know, I don't know. Like, it, it definitely appeals to like a certain crowd, and I feel like that crowd isn't me or any of us really, to be honest. I mean, my mom was talking about. It. She was saying, "Oh, have you heard of that Connect thing?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> New York. I don't know. Yeah. Why. Yeah, I'm assuming that's that's probably what they were marketing most, that we market that they couldn't have because right. they were too busy being, you know, catering to the gamers. So, so you know, <laughs> how dare they? Yeah. Speaking of that, there <laughs> is there was a game that we didn't mention that came out that was originally for hardcore gamers, yet now has motion control and is on the Wii. And Damn I know Mr. Dan was really excited for it after E3. <gasps> Did uh did anybody get involved with Goldeneye on the Wii? I played it a little bit. Um, not enough to really formulate any sort of opinion about it though. But it so far it doesn't seem like it captures the the nostalgia that I would like it to. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I, here, here's my take on it. I played a couple of like the first three or four missions. I didn't really get into it. It seems to me like. The people who made the first movie were sitting in a room looking for an idea for their next, you know, big blockbuster. And somebody said, you know, let's remake Goldeneye. It was one of our popular, most popular movies and it spawned a lot of good, you know, marketing scheme and it had the good, good, the, the game on the 64 that everybody loved. So let's remake that. And they started to agree on it. And then out of nowhere, Activision burst into the room and said, no, you remake the game and let us do it. Cause it has a, <laughs> It has. It's exactly what it feels like. It feels like a movie that was remade for modern times. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. the, vo- the, the voice acting is far better and like a little more believable now that you're not, you know, reading the words. You're actually hearing it. Um, the environments are more detailed, which creates better atmosphere and better mission play. Um, I never. I did not get a chance to play the online, but all I know is Odd Job throws his hat finally. But I, I don't know. It's, it seemed like. It seemed like it's not even going for nostalgia. The only nostalgia it's going for is in the name and in the specific area, like locales that you're in. Like the dam is the first level, then the facility. Yeah. After that, it's its own thing, just with the same yeah. name. Yeah. You can't. I don't know. I just. I don't know why they, ha- like, de- like developers in general, just have this idea that like going back to Goldeneye and they they can recapture this magic that was. I mean, that was there like 12, what oh, was it again, like 10, 12 years or something like that? 1997, like, 13 years ago. 13 years, Jesus Christ, I'm old now, I feel like, but I mean, like, <laughs> I don't I don't want that again, you know? And, and if you are going to do it again, put it on the fucking Xbox or PS3, don't make me use the motion controls, that is like... They so, don't make like, you use counter- the motion controls, it comes oh, with as a controller, remember? No, I, I thought it used, okay, well... That's it, little- it does either. Yeah. No, it does either, but the motion controls are bullshit. Uh, yeah, I played it with the classic. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Well, but you know what? The thing about Goldeneye is that it it was on the Nintendo 64, which had its own very unique controller, and it never 
used the newer FPS control scheme, you know, the dual stick you know, move look system. It had right. you moving and turning with your left hand and then right. looking up and down and strafing with your right hand and it seemed to work well because you were using buttons and it's just something that they it can never be recaptured with well, the Didn't you have to like hold the R button to look up and down? That yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. So you're, you're aiming, and then it switched. When you held the R button, it switched your left stick to control everything. So <laughs> it was just all messed up. It had yeah. a totally messed up control scheme, but for some reason, that just resonated with that game, you know. And it's just it, they're not recreating that. I don't know. I kind of wish that they would have just did what they did with, like, Perfect Dark. I mean, just the same fucking game, up this shit. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how you recapture it. Yeah. They wanted to, but apparently apparently, uh, Nintendo had the rights to GoldenEye. And yeah, Rare. I figured something like that. Yeah, some some kind of licensing issue. That's why, that's why it's on the way to begin with. I um, think they should have just taken a whole new story and done it, and just forgotten the GoldenEye name, because putting the GoldenEye name there sets this bar... And the, these expectations of people who experienced the first one that they just shouldn't have done. It's like shooting themselves in the foot. Well, they did that. It's called, it was uh, James, the Bloodstone. Bloodstone came out the same day. Did any of us play it? No. Nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so everyone went to Goldeneye because like, ooh, name recognition. Whereas That's Bloodstone's true. That's there the and people were just like, oh, you? I don't want you. Yeah. What is Where are you? There's no James Bond movie. What the fuck is this? You're not real. <laughs> 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 I, I've heard I've had people who played that and they were okay with it, but Goldeneye was the big draw for them because it, they remember playing it when they were ten, twelve years old. As do I, and have no interest in playing the new one. I don't know why. I just I just don't care anymore. <laughs> you don't want it. You don't want it to ruin it for you, basically. I mean, I've, I've you know I've actually played uh, Goldeneye recently, like in the last six, seven, eight months, and. Yeah, it looks like shit, you know? It looks terrible, but, I mean, there's just something about it that, like, once you get, like, a bunch of people playing together, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's still fun. It just, yeah. those weapons, those levels, the music, I just, like, for some reason, it all comes together, and I am back where I was 13 years ago playing that game and totally loving it. And, and I just can't see myself ever doing that with the Wii version. I, I'm just not interested at all. I mean, it's... It's more nostalgic for me just to bust out my N64 and play the N64 version with my friends and be like, oh, hey, let's play the Wii one because, <laughs> I don't know. I will say, I will... though, when we played that one uh, match at E3 and it was like, you know, all of us in the one room and I was playing as Odd Job, I got real hyped when I was throwing my hat. I'll definitely... Uh, that, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> sure yeah. If you, yeah. I will say this, Tyler. If you decide to give it a shot, you have to think of it as its own thing. Take the old yeah. one out of your head. Other than the story, take the old one out of your head because yeah. it's not presented anywhere near the old one. It's it's trying to be its own thing, and it, 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 I think it succeeds and it does well. But it'll always be compared to the stat to the old one, and that is where the problem lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, How about well. I was just gonna ask uh, Dan what he was uh, was was feeling this month. So Dan, what are you featuring? Uh, well, earlier this month I played a little 
little known title called Call of Duty Black Ops. Five point um, six million can't be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I, I really, really enjoyed the uh, single player campaign. I thought the multiplayer would, you know, they did basically the same thing, but then added on like a currency system that made it really cool and wager matches and that sort of thing. Um, I guess I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't played all the way through the campaign, but the very end of it, I thought was probably one of the best endings to a first-person shooter that I've seen in a while, mostly because uh, I was laughing out loud. Um, and I guess I'll have to leave it at that. My uh, wife actually like walked by me as I was playing that part, and she's like, is that who I think it is? And I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. This is my Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> Need more chowder for the beans here. <laughs> what the fuck he says? Mary, Mary Quimby over there. <laughs> now, what, what what impressed me about Black Ops, I think the most was um, the character Reznov, because yeah. did Oldman. you know that that's Gary Oldman? Yep. Yeah, uh, I actually knew it from uh, World at War. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he, I couldn't either. I still I can't really hear it. Like I can hear it, but I don't. I'm like I can't picture Gary Oldman doing that. Well, no he way. Just, he was in World at War. He did. He was Reznov in World at War. I played World at War, all of none. Okay. Well, in World at War, he was like sort of leading you around. He's the guy who at the very end, he's like helping you plant the Russian flag in the uh, Reichstag and all that. Oh, okay. Um, if, if you've played through it, through it, he's a familiar character. Yeah. It's kind of there. like uh, the Captain Price of the Triarch games almost. Yeah. Right. Much. I heard there was some continuity. There is. Even though, you know, we all know about Reznov. <laughs> but we don't want to spoil that either. Um, see, I, it's, the problem is I've had Call of Duty since the day after launch, and I have yet to play a match in multiplayer. Why? I just because <laughs> it took me a week to beat a single player, and the week after Call of Duty was Assassin's Creed, which has absorbed me. But, yeah, have you been playing the multiplayer for that? That's ridiculous. But yeah. Uh, I just, and the storyline is one of the best of the three, but the idea of full synchronization makes me want to punch a kitten. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I've I've been playing a little bit through the single player. I'm just like, I am not going to go back and redo these so that I can, you know, get the, uh, you know, do this trial or whatever within three minutes or whatever they want me to do it in. Dude, oh, it, it gets worse. I totally worse. am going to go back and do everything. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'm going to do it is because... Um, Not even for achievements. Because <laughs> I'm an have addict. You done, <laughs> have you done the any of the Christina Vespucci missions yet? Yeah, I did one. Apparently, total synchronization affects when those missions unlock. Really? It's like 15% like total throughout all the missions. 15, 30, 45, 60, and 75%. So you have to get 75% to unlock the last... You have to get 75% synchronization combined. Right, right. Very cool. Oh, my gosh. So, so you're going to have to if you want to play all those missions. Well, I'm just not going to develop that relationship, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and is any... Uh, Eddie, you might know this, because I think it doesn't start until, like, sequence six or something... Have you noticed that 
you, you'll get random mission, missions where someone, some random person will ask you to assassinate some other random person. And the way you find these, oddly enough, is the Abstergo symbol. Hmm. I, actually, I haven't played very far in the single-player campaign because I had other things that I needed to be responsible with, so I'm kind of behind. I'm just waiting. I'm biding my time to have a bit long chunk to devote to Assassin's Creed. I did right, play I'm, multiplayer a little bit. I'm jealous. telling you, though, man. Huh? So I'm, I'm very jealous. My copy is currently in the mail. I've not played it yet, and Assassin's Creed is like one of my my favorite uh, uh, new IPs of this generation, and hearing you guys talk about it is killing me. <laughs> now, did, you, did everyone here play 2, right? Yes. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. everyone here remember the Assassin's Tombs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Would everyone here agree that there was probably the best part, one of the best parts of 2? I loved it. I mean, I can't really say they were the best. I mean, I liked everything about the game. (laughs) Right. It it didn't win 2009 Nody of the Year for nothing. I'm saying, if there was a game made of entirely Assassin's Tombs, I would be down for that. (laughs) Well, you'd be happy to know that there are not... They don't do the tombs anymore. They do, like, layers of Romulus, which are the tombs. And then they do War Machines, which are half tomb, half blow shit up. Oh, I didn't get to one of those yet. And then there's a, there's another category that eludes me at the moment, but but like I just did a hey, war machine. On. Here's nope. here's one thing about the war machine that pissed me off though. Machine gun. Okay, <laughs> what 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 is the time period we're talking about here? So it's like fifteen, fifteen thirties, fifteen forties or it's, something. Yes, but who built it? Remind yourself of that. Okay, you know what? Leonardo da Vinci did not know how to build a goddamn. <laughs> Machine gun. I don't care. Well, and clearly, it, he not, did. Now, when you say machine gun, it's not an M16. It's a giant <laughs> friggin' gun on the back of a car that cranks. Yeah. Either I mean, way, not, they had that shit in Red Dead Redemption. That was like 1810 or something like that. I mean, like, like, yeah, 1911 or, or eight, like, something like that. Just been developed for the century. No <laughs> Here we go. Listen to this. Among the first known ancestors of multi-shot weapons was created by James Puckle, a London lawyer who patented what he called the Puckle Gun on May 15, 1718. Oh. What? What are you still- a flintlock okay. revolver able to fire nine rounds before reloading, intended for use on ships. Now, it does say that Assassin's Creed is based on historical fiction. <laughs> it is not <laughs> accurate <laughs> historical fiction. No. I'm, I'm just saying, that's the one thing. Because that game is like... They do so many cool things with history. That was the one thing where I was like, "Really? You're gonna you're gonna throw a machine gun in here?" That's what you At least it didn't have like silenced pistols or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you're sinking ships by shooting their sails. I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay, all right. They're destroying cool. ships by shooting their sails. Yeah. Okay, so it's a little little early for a machine gun, but whatever. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's, that's I, disappointing. I to... Yes. But but I have I have to say Assassin the, the, playing Assassin's Creed it, I literally the, like I hadn't really played two after I beat it last Thanksgiving mm. I played a little bit here and there but putting Brotherhood in boom right back right just reignited the fire for this game and I I can't stop I can't stop yeah, um, I agree. it's an amazing title. Yeah, now I wanna I wanna talk about the multiplayer a little bit because I want to know what you guys think of the multiplayer specifically. Eat anybody who's played it. I, I was in the beta. I'm still playing single player before I go into multiplayer. I can tell you about the beta. 
Uh-huh. Okay, well, well I'm the same. Fair amount. I think I'm, like, up to level 17 or 18 now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, he's probably he's probably a better source than I am, then. Um, I think it's pretty damn sweet. I think that there's, yeah. a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, like, little kinks to work out, but, like, shit. <laughs> it's like it's just a whole new the whole new game really yeah um, you've seen it reminded me uh maybe like a week and a half two weeks ago uh me and a bunch of guys in my fraternity rented out a an academic building and we played the game assassins which i don't know if, if y'all know about the game assassins you just basically get a target to assassinate and you like throw a spoon at him or something like that and you gotta sneak up on him and so i, I did that and then like a yeah, week and a half later, started playing the multiplayer for this, and it's exactly the same. I could not believe how much fun it was, and then how much it made me want to go back to that academic building. And wait, being- wait a second, you're, you're throwing <laughs> spoons in Brotherhood? I don't remember that. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, but it is, yeah, it's an awesome... I think it's... One of the reasons it's so awesome is because it's such an innovation, because it's so new that we've done that before. Mm-hmm. And right. I think because... It makes you actually think and consider what you're doing. I couldn't believe how seamless the controls for Assassin's Creed uh, transitioned into a multiplayer setting. I always thought that those controls were like really complicated, and that if you wanted to have an effective multiplayer, you would have to, you know, dumb it down a little bit. But no, man, it's play. It's, it's playing Assassin's Creed. Just you know, to get the- other people. You know what, they have dumbed it down a little bit, but it's definitely for the better. It's like, it's just easier to target people, like, if you're on top of a building or something, then, like, a big X will come over someone's head, as yeah, opposed right. to just, you know, you having to pick them out of a crowd or something like that. So they they help you out a little bit, but it's very much needed, so I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it works so well. I played with Murphy. <laughs> He's, like, level a million, I don't know. <laughs> he's probably only he's an plays. assassin in real life <laughs> all of a sudden he's, he's going to show up to the next game in an event we're all together he's going to have a white hood and we're going to be like Murph are you are you alright yeah, dude where's your finger that looks bad <laughs> <laughs> oh, should, oh man we should call him Murph Murpho Dav Poughkeepsie <laughs> 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 definitely, definitely a strong contender for uh, game of the year this year. So, um, with Ep- Epic Mickey, I have to play that first. I mean, I don't think it's going to eclipse my game of the year conversation. Maybe my Wii game of the year conversation, but not necessarily my overall. But I at least want to play it before I make a decision because that would be short. That would be shortchanging uh, Mickey, I think. Um, speaking of the Wii, and also speaking of nostalgia, as you were talking about earlier with Goldeneye. Um, Donkey Kong Country Returns is the glorious return of one of my favorite Super Nintendo games of all time. Complete with hair-pulling anger. (laughs) But man, Uh, that game's fun. Uh, Yeah. I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm watching my roommate play it right now. Yeah, okay, I have a question. Um, how is the music? The um, music is so awesome. It's such a return. I feel like they don't like they don't fuck with any of the original songs. They just redo them. Like the the title the title screen is the same. 
Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 do, 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 what is it, the remix? <laughs> it's it's oh, the remix of the remix. Awesome. No, like a no DJ's doing like a Fred Durst, like, cha cha cheer, y'all. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no leader of the bunch, you know him well in this game. Oh. Uh, no. It's so. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. So, how about, um, the secrets? Like the different secret areas, like you had in the old games, are there a lot of those? Like with no no indication of where they are, and you just have to sort of discover them on your own. I've run into a couple. Like, yeah. like that Rhino, he can bust through anything, man. <laughs> like just like just like in the Super Nintendo game, I remember one time I was I was the Rhino and I hit a wall and I went through it, and I was in this random place with all these bananas, and I was like, yeah, and then it happened again. <laughs> it wasn't quite as extreme, but it didn't happen the... again. <laughs> Um, but there, there actually are there are hidden, um, like bonus rooms in every single level. Actually, nice. Um, and if it's like there's there's for whatever reason there's a bunch of different collectibles. Um, if you like complete the bonus room at a certain time, then you get a puzzle piece. There's also like a bunch of puzzle pieces in all the levels. So I don't know what they do yet. I haven't figured that out, but they do something. I'm sure. A good homage to. Uh... Banjo Kazooie, I'd say. Right. Yeah. But as far as as far as the game is concerned, like I say, it captures everything, including the absolute frustration, and I love it. I don't cool. usually like being mad at games. I love being mad at Donkey Kong. Jason, how far have you gotten? Not not terribly far. I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to really play it because, as I have said before, have you even encountered any bats yet? <laughs> no. Were there any bats in Gran Turismo 5? <laughs> no, but there was glory. Yeah, tell us. And, oh, man. I Any game that I can play on Thanksgiving before like all the crazy stuff happens, and a family member comes in and says, what race are you watching? And why? <laughs> Done. I, mean, I, was, I can't even describe to you how amazing this game looks. It, 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 but here's the thing: it only looks good on the track, the cars, and and the sky and the landscape. But like the the people models in the stands, and there's one place where there's a dog. The dog looks like it was in a, it was in some kind of Nazi concentration camp. It's completely <laughs> disproportionate. What? It's, 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 a, it's a no 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 not not like the guy patrolling the prisoners. <laughs> the dog looks like a prisoner. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's completely disproportionate. It, Such it, a Jewish. It's, it's a. It's a <laughs> oh God! Is it wearing yeah. a yarmulke? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it just—it looks emaciated. It looks like nobody fed this dog in years. It's a horrible a model, and it's a shame because you know you stop for a second, or like it pans on the crowd, and it looks like the crowd in a friggin' SmackDown versus Raw video game, oh, which are friendly bad, but then. The cars, the detail that are put into these cars is just unreal. I, I can't even begin to describe to you how good they look. And the game, I don't know if anybody read my review, but the game is, is World of Warcraft for race heads. Hmm. I mean, there are, there are always races to race online, even when you finish all the you know, on-disc ones. But the on-disc ones are going to take you forever because it's so deep. It's so there's so much to do, so many licenses, so many different types of racing. You got you got NASCAR, you got 
regular, uh, like F1, if you want to do it that way, everything, everything. The five-year delay, yes, it, it was, you know, made fun of and, you know, delay again, delay again, delay again. But you can really tell that the nitpicking of the detail and stuff like that paid off because it just looks tremendous. What are we talking about for, like, difficulty level here? It's fucking out. It's fucking impossible. Yeah, okay, good. But good. I haven't played it. I haven't played All right, great. Never going to play that game, then. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't played a racing game in a long time, so it takes it takes me getting used to. I lost my first couple of races pretty bad, but I won the third one. So, I mean, the curve yeah. is not terrible. And there's, you know, controls for the guy who hasn't played a lot of racing, and there's controls for the people who only play racing. They're mm-hmm. all there. You just have to you have to know what your skill set is and make your control accordingly. But, you know, I mean, it can be basic, X for gas, square for brake, stick for turn. It can be something completely different. It's up to you. Um, uh, my, my my skill level is, is burnout. If I can't go into a turn like going 90 miles an hour and still race, <laughs> I won't play the game. Nah, you're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> so I have a question here about... Yes. Uh, I hate to focus on visuals, but this game sort of asks me to. Um, the difference between premium and standard cars, is it notable? I mean... See, I haven't... I haven't gotten to any premium cars yet. Oh, so um, you're, you're only talking about the standard cars. And yeah, and they're still and they're good. and they're flawless. So I can't even imagine the premium cars are going to jump out of my screen, and I can drive around my my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the standard cars, because they're just like flawless. Oh, okay. So see, I've, I have this picture painted in my mind that the premium cars look amazing, and then the standard cars look like PS2. No, 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 no. The, the standard cars are ridiculous. So anyone thinking that should not be thinking that, is what you're saying. Basically, they are wrong, and they should be, you know, shot. How? <laughs> 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 but, yeah, if, you, if you're a racing fan, there's ab- and you have a PS3, there's absolutely no reason not to pick it up. None. So I've been playing a racing game also that I think Tyler would be down with, and that is Nailed. Um, oh, you I've, I've never not- have to lift your finger from the accelerator ever. I'm That's, interested. And you can add to that the boost button, the nitro button. Um, oh. So nailed is insane. It's super fast. It does everything it can to make you feel like you're going at breakneck speeds. You know, you have water splashing on the screen, mud and dirt, and they're like, there are even lines on the sides of the screen meant to convey speed and, like, wind going by. And you're going up and down, like, crazy altitudes. Um, you're in the Andes Mountains, you're in Greece, you're in Arizona, and you're in Yosemite National Park. You're on these ATVs and MTX dirt bikes, and you're jumping what would be the equivalent of, like, jumping off the Empire State Building in some of these places. It's totally ridiculous. <coughs> um, awesome. It's a lot of fun. There isn't a whole lot of variety to what you're doing, even though the tracks do have a, a number of branching paths all the time, so it's almost hard to remember, you know, to memorize a track quickly. But um, it's a lot of just pure racing. So aside from like multiplayer, once you've gotten through your uh, your career mode, there's not a whole lot to hold you there except for that addiction to speed. But still, it's it's fun. 
definitely. Sweet. I, I, I'm not familiar with this game at all, and uh, I, I'm interested. How are there like, like really awesome crashes? Like, what is it like? Kind of like a, a destruction derby type thing? Is it like a, like what, what is like this game's like focus? You, you know what I mean? Or is it like uh, what the hell is? It's, that? A, it's a total arcade racer. You're on four wheelers and dirt bikes. And oh, it's, okay. It's really. I don't know if it was like cars or something like that. It's really about just going over all these crazy jumps and turns and stuff, and uh, when you crash, yeah, that's, that's what the name is. It's called Nailed. When you crash, you just explode. If you land, <laughs> if you land on another uh, vehicle, which is pretty difficult to do because I've been trying, you blow them up. Um, but it it's a rapid pace, so you, you explode, you start right back, and you're back in the race. So it's, it's really just about the adrenaline rush. I uh, let a friend play it, and all he was doing was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You know. Awesome. It's a lot of fun. Cool. I do like I kind of wish that, like, that like, some, like, the Halo guy would come out when you crash and be like, you got nailed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just goes to a screen, like, just the logo just nailed across the screen. Nailed. Put Damn. Missed opportunity there. We had I, uh, of uh, the Sly Collection. I played that. It's uh, that? it's exactly the Sly Collection, just with uh, <laughs> HD graphics. Nice. Just which is a good thing because those were great, great platformers. I never right. uh, never played the Sly games. Like if I were to pick that up now, having never played them, would I like it? Do you think? Oh is yeah, they're definitely enjoyable. If you like platforms, I mean, this is the company. This is uh, they made Infamous. Sucker Punch. Yep. Okay. Right. Okay. I just wondered if like they still kind of mm, are good today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They have aged they too much or very well. Awesome. Sucker Punch has always been a really good company. They made like a Rocket Robot on Wheels back in the Nintendo 64 day. <laughs> they made a couple of those like quirky platformers back then. Nice. I like them. Nice. What else we well, got? Rocket oh, played, uh... oh, I have something. Yeah. Okay. Uh. A little game you guys may or may not have heard of, Xbox Live Arcade game, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Oh. Eh? Eh? No? Okay. I, heard, I, heard, <laughs> I heard that's super addictive. It's I, I got it today, actually, and yeah, it's like it's fucking crack for video games, man. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> and I, bought, I bought the soundtrack on uh, iTunes. It was so good. And, and it definitely innovates on like what you think a Pac-Man game is. Because, I mean, shit, I haven't played Pac-Man games since, like, the classic arcade, you know? Like, that's what my idea of Pac-Man is. And then playing this, I'm like, what the fuck? This is awesome! <laughs> so. I don't think I've played Pac-Man since <laughs> I played it at my dentist's office in fourth yeah. grade. <laughs> and they had the little arcade version. Yeah, it's it's good, man. I would definitely at least try the try the demo. I mean, it was, fuck, man, it was good. Yeah, that was oh. very, very. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> it was, it was really good. I was very surprised by it, so I would definitely recommend that. Uh, I guess I would recommend another Xbox Live title. So maybe I, I'm not uh, as nuts over it. Um, the Undergarden, which I, yeah. I don't know. It, like this is probably one of the things that's like there's not going to be that many people that play it. It's sort of like a, a different take on the I, the same idea that like. Of flower and like all that, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of just like float around. You're like a chubby little dude with horns, and <laughs> you, you pollinate shit, and then you get to look at it, and that's like that's pretty much the game. And, like, that's and, like, cool. There's, there's a little bit of like puzzles and that sort of thing, uh, but it's like it's mostly just you get to look at shit. And cool. oh, you could like pick up musicians and hang out with them too. <laughs> for what it's trying to do it, it does it incredibly well I think it's just, it's just one of those like we're not trying to you know blow your mind or anything we're just trying to have it be a fun experience and you know you gotta sometimes you gotta get like electric fruit up in this bitch and get that to you know and then sometimes you gotta get floaty fruit or something like that it's like it's not complicated it's it's I, I guess in that in that regard it's kind of like the Pac-Man it's just like it's not you're not you're not going to stress out over this game, I guess would be the way to put it. It's very right. much a stressing process. Cool. Well, that's good because enough games make me stress out as it is. <laughs> I don't need to stress out anymore. Yeah, Donkey Kong Country, I'll play that. I guess there's not much left to stress out over at all for the rest of the year, huh? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much done. We got Epic Mickey, Tron. And, uh, Tron. Oh, World of Warcraft. I mean, that's that's kind of a big deal. And then there's Super <laughs> Mario All-Stars, which I played in 1994. And that's about all I could think of. That's about all I got, too. I think we've touched on November quite nicely. We hit every facet. We hit every game that I could think of and more that I couldn't think of. Uh, it has been a grand November. November leads to December, which unfortunately is not a big release month uh, besides Tron. And maybe a couple other things that I'm forgetting. However, it is time to start thinking about Game of the Year nominations. So look for GameRenode.com to start announcing its plans for the 2010 Nodi Awards. Uh, I personally am bringing back the Jason Awards. I thought they were pretty good last year. I have a couple other things I want to add to it. But uh, the Jason Awards are making a return. And the Listen Up Awards. Um, I actually just started working on those. So hopefully they should be up relatively soon. Gamerino just found out that they will be representing at the 2010 Spike Video Game Awards December the 11th in Los Angeles. So look for coverage from that um, about all the world premieres and all the good stuff coming out of that show. So... You just found out, what, today that you're going? I found out literally, yeah. Like, like 5 o'clock. You know, they like to give you a lot of notice. Uh, notice. They plan... But I'm, I made it work. That's all that matters. <laughs> so, for Tyler Cameron, brand new feature director guy, Dan Crabtree, Woo-hoo! and the, the editor-in-chief, Eddie Inzotto, yo, yo. I am associate editor, Jason Finelli. This has been the Versus Node Replay for November 2010. We'll see you at the end of the year awards. Later. Adios. Peace.